Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Welcome to Blind Living Radio. I'm your host, Harley Thomas, the sighted guy, and I'm with Danielle Crapo, my co-host, who happens to be blind with her guide dog, Vala, right at her feet. Hey, Harley, how's it going? It's going very well, Danielle. We have a very good show topic this week. We do, actually. Uh, before we get into the show, though, I wanted to ask you, have you seen anything good on Netflix lately? On Netflix, other than things like My Little Pony? Yeah, I mean, there's other things than My Little Pony? There are. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite ones that I've been watching right now is old episodes of 24. Okay. That's the that's the show where, like, the, the guy has 24 hours to solve something before the world implodes, is it? It's... In real time, each one-hour episode is one hour in real life. Because Ooh. everyone knows TV is real. Well, yeah. And it's about terrorism and stopping terrorism. That's pretty cool. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. Yes. We've, been, uh, we've been watching old episodes of House. Very cool. So, And, and we're always like, it's lupus. Because, you know, that's the first go-to diagnosis on House. It's got to be lupus. It's so got to be. We're always like, do you have lupus? Like, Yeah, yeah we, we like Netflix in our household. We actually, I went to go see Fault in Our Stars recently. Oh, you did? I did. And I went with a friend and her sister, and the sister sat between us and described it to both of us. She did? She actually described it to you? Yeah. And, you know, funny that we started off talking about this, because that's kind of what our show is about today, is about, you know, how to hang out with a blind person. So, yeah, so her sister sat between us, and during the quiet parts... Uh, she kind of just explained really quickly what was going on, like he got up and walked away, or she's crying, or you know. You things. were crying. I didn't cry actually. Everyone cries at that movie. Not I. That's what I hear. Nope. And we got free Kleenex from the ticket lady. She's like, "Do you have your tissue?" That's we, because everyone cries at that movie. That's why. I must be broken. Oh, <laughs> you need to go see it again. <laughs> I guess I do. So. so how do blind people really watch TV or sporting events? And I've often wondered, too, because in conversation with you, I'll say, did you see that on TV last night? Oops, I said see. Yeah, and then I... I can use all the words, though. You can, in, all, in the dictionary, all of them. And that's our, like our running joke. But we watch TV like anyone else. Um, we listen to the dialogue. So... The way that I like to talk about action movies is like, yeah, you get this real intense style, like, I'm going to get you. No, I'm going to get you. And then there's a great musical score, and then the movie's over. And all you hear during this musical score is occasional punches or cars crashing or something Bam, blowing up. Pow, yeah. Wow. So we don't know. We never know, like, if the good guys are winning or not, you know. But if we have a sighted friend with us, they'll say, oh, he's getting his butt kicked. Or, oh, no, the car just flipped over. And then there's also a service called Descriptive Video Service. And that's where there's a special track. And it's coming out more on Blu-rays now where you're, you just you select the track. It's in the languages section of your Blu-ray setup menu when you want to set up a movie, and it mm -hmm. just says DVS. I'm sure you've seen it. Or, or it'll say audio description, and you just hit... I did not know that's what DVS stood for. Yep, descriptive video descriptive service. Descriptive video service. So it'll tell you what the characters are doing, what actions they're taking, or if there's a letter that they're reading on the screen. Man enters room. Yeah. Man approaches coworker. Right. Woman standing at refrigerator. 
things yeah, like that. Exactly. And it'll or if they're if they're reading a letter like that show Pretty Little Liars, they, there's a lot of text messages. We that call they that read. PLL in our household. Do you hashtag it? No. No. Yeah, we like PLL. But there's some people in my household addicted to that show. Yeah, it's it's a good show, but they read a lot of text messages. I know messages. who A is. Really? Absolutely. Really? Do you know who A is? I don't. Oh, now you have to tell me. Because it's been like six seasons now or something like that. And I've watched almost all of them. And I'm not in the normal age demographic for PLL. But you're hip. You're a hip dad. I am a hipster. You are. You're right. You're pretty cool. So, yeah. So a person could offer it. You've got DVS. What yeah. are some other tools that are available to help you watch television and movies? Um, well, those are the two main ones. A lot of times you can go to, like in the movie theater, they'll offer you headphones and somebody's got the descriptive track on in the in the actual theater, but it's only in select theaters at a select certain time for only X amount of weeks. I do see that now in the time listings at yeah. one of the local theaters. See, and now you know. I'm smarter now. You are. Because of that. You know, talking about how... I, I have a lot of sighted friends, um, and when the first couple times we hang out together, it can be kind of a little awkward on both parts because I don't know how much they know about blindness, and they don't know how much I know as far as, okay, can I ask her if she's seen this show or, or watched this movie? But you figure it out. You know, if we go to, uh, like this past weekend, we went to a bluegrass fest, and one of the guys that was with us was pretty descriptive. Okay, we're walking past this area with a lot of trees, and there's brightly colored tablecloths on the tables under the trees. You know, so you just kind of get to know. It depends on the person. Some blind people want a lot of description, and some are okay with no description. That's that's very true, and some blind people want more assistance finding their way around. Others want to be very independent. Yeah. It's different. It goes beyond, it's their personality. I tell you one thing that I can always, that I always appreciate help with is shopping. I'm, I might be addicted to shopping. Might and, be? Yeah. You just, are. Just, yeah, a you lot. Are. Especially purses. <laughs> Especially purses. But I need to know the trends. So I, I will walk into a store and ask if nobody's with me. Like, I'll ask somebody working there. And I'll, I'll just try to make it funny. Like, I, I won't be like, I'm blind and I need your help. Can you please assist me? I'll just say, look. If I walk out of here and somebody says my purse is goofy, it's going to be your fault. So I try to make light of it just to ease the situation because, you know, if you've never met a blind person, it can be a little intimidating. I don't think so. Really? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit, especially if they're, like, walking to you towards you with a dog. Like, that might be. Well, Vala is comfortably lying on the floor right now. So she's snoring. <laughs> she's snoring. I can't hear her. That's but good. But that, that's good. So, Danielle, with all those things... Why don't we take a real quick break, come back to it, and I want to learn more about maybe some of the apps that are available and things like that. How's that sound? Sounds like a plan. Stay All tuned right. to Blind Living Radio with Harley Thomas and myself, Danielle Crapo. We'll be right back. Blind Living Radio is supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, creating employment opportunities for the blind and visually impaired from coast to coast. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Blind Living Radio. From Industries for the Blind, providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Welcome back, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Harley Thomas, the sighted half, with Danielle Crapo. I don't really want to call you the blind half. 
I can be the blind half. That's all right. We are here on Blind Living Radio talking about the leisure activities of the blind, if you will. Or, you know, hanging out with a blind person. Because blind people like to do the same things everyone else likes to do. Watch TV. Uh, watch movies. Watch movies. Uh, watch sporting events. Go for a hike. Shopping. Taking a baseball game. Baseball games are fun. I yes. like baseball games. And we left uh, right before the break, Danielle. You were going to tell us a little bit about some of the apps that help the blind uh, blind folks navigate their surroundings and getting around more mobile mo- mobility apps. Yeah, because we're not always with with a sighted person. Um, like my husband is blind, so when we do stuff together, sometimes, actually, a lot of the time we're by ourselves. So we use GPS. GPS is a big deal for us to find our way to that restaurant or theater or something like that and then we also rely a lot on the internet for uh being able to if we're going to a new restaurant we look at the menu online like when when you and i travel and i tell you oh, i've already read the menu i know what i'd like you know that's thanks to technology like the internet or apps like you know urban spoon or yelp are very helpful with menus because if you hadn't i we have a dialogue danielle what do you feel like eating today and you'll say uh i don't know and then I read the whole menu. Right. And then you say, I want the first thing. <laughs> the very first item you read. I want the first thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a lot of apps that, that are totally accessible. The Amazon app, the Walgreens app is great for prescriptions. Uh, grocery shopping with Peapod. Um, and actually, I do a lot of uh, office supply shopping on uh, blind-made.com, which is a website from Industries for the Blind, which is 100% accessible. So that that's really convenient for me because I do, you know, I do have magnification uh, software and apps at home that allow me to write my own letters or write out checks. And sometimes I need pens or envelopes, and that's a great place to find that stuff. It is true. Because I think our audience is not made up of just blind people. They're sighted people that are interested in blind living, and that's one of the reasons why we're doing this show. Yeah, and there's a lot of also hardware technology, which maybe isn't uh, an app, so to speak, but maybe uh, like a like, top, what? like a talking thermometer if you're cooking, if you're grilling out, which is one of my favorite fa- pastimes is cooking. And so you've got top talking meat thermometers, uh, talking microwaves that are out there now. Uh, talking uh, food scales, if you want to weigh and, and see how heavy your steak is or, you know, how many potatoes make up a pound or something like that. There's there's so much technology out there that is readily available for blind or visually impaired people. But at the same time, you know, my brother-in-law can come over and use my food scale and he can see it. So right. it's stuff that everybody can use. Which I think is very important in that it's just like everybody else. Yeah. Like you and I, you know... When we travel places, we have a good time chatting about our surroundings, and you're very descriptive, which I appreciate. And it's good sometimes that you don't see so well because sometimes you make comments about my driving. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I can feel those hairpin turns you make. Well, you know, that's because we're normally riding in a nice minivan. Right. Room for the dog and the luggage. Right. Because we have to have our luggage. We have to have For an overnight. Right. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about movie theaters and nature outings. What are some things that you do on a nature outing, Danielle? I like to listen to the birds. I like to smell the flowers. That And you can smell that stuff. You know, and a lot of people tell me, a lot of my sighted friends say that when they listen to birds or smell the flowers, they close their eyes. Do you do that, Harley? 
I do sometimes. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid of other wildlife, though, sneaking up on me. me like too. a squirrel. Or bears. Or bear, bears would be a bad one. Bears would be a horrible one. Raccoons or the ever-famous skunk. Yeah. That could be bad, like reaching down and petting a skunk. I don't think I'd want to do that. No, you would not want to touch a skunk. What about going to the zoo? What do you do when you go to the zoo, Danielle? Well, I I will say that Val is a very social animal, so I don't know that I'd ever take Val to the zoo um, just because she might try to posture at the animals in the um, protected areas. I mean, I don't know that for sure. I've never taken her, but I don't think I would try. But I, I like going with a sighted person. And they tell me, okay, there's two giraffes, and this is what they look like, or these are what their spots look like. So I like to go to that kind of place, like a a more place where there is a lot of visual information with a sighted friend of mine that might be a little more descriptive. We should go to the zoo. We should go to the zoo. We should. We should get the whole family together and go to the zoo. That'd be awesome. I like the zoo. Yeah, I, I like the zoo too. Danielle, I think the producer's telling us it's time to take a break. Sounds like a plan. We'll be right back on Blind Living Radio. I'm Harley Thomas. And I'm Danielle Crapo. We'll be right back. Are you blind or visually impaired? Are you seeking a job? Well, Industries for the Blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you. Just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I'm half the hosting crew, Harley Thomas, and I am sighted. And I am Danielle Crapel, and I am blind. And we were talking a little bit about a picture's worth a thousand words here on Blind Living Radio. I think one of the things that I always find funny, I think there's a huge misperception of, do you want to touch my face? (laughs) Do you want to touch my face, Danielle? That gives me goosebumps. Uh, You know, I, I think it's a little weird, but I know you have people ask you that question. Yeah, and I think a lot of people who ask me that are there's some people that have actually forced my hands on their face. Like, here, it's it's fine. It's fine. Here's my face. And I think they're coming from a good place for sure. They just want to have you understand what they look like. But you can just describe yourself to me. That's perfectly And fine. I know there have been a couple folks that we work with at Industries for the Blind that you've walked up and said, what do you look like? Or you'll ask me, what do they look like? Are they tall with a lot of hair and a full beard? And it's like... No, not exactly tall with a shaved head and clean shaven. Right. And that wrecks your complete image of that person. It does. And I know back in school when I I would ask um, some of my girlfriends, my sorority sisters, hey, what does that guy look like? You know, and that to me is way more appropriate than walking up to him and saying, can I touch your face? You know? That would not be okay. I don't think that's okay even for sighted people. Yeah, well, and and there's a blog that um, the author Beth Finke wrote. Um, it's a pretty cool blog, and she, she alludes to um, the fact that she helped a sighted author write a story about a blind girl. And the author said, you know, I, I thought I knew how to write from the perception of not being able to see, but it wasn't until I talked to this blind lady that I was able to really understand it because he wrote about... Uh, there was a scene in the story where there was a girl touching the face of her boyfriend. The author wrote it like she was touching it to get to know what it looked like. And Beth Finke was like, no, we would never do that. So she kind of helped him write about it more from she was touching his face from a loving point of view, not right. I'm touching your face because I can't see it. Which 
that makes more sense. It's more realistic and it's more true to real life. You and I have worked together for quite a while and you've never touched my face. Yeah, no thank you. You're and cool and all, but... I don't think you will either. No. This has been a very fun show, Danielle. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much for talking with me about this stuff, Harley. And I think it's probably time we'll wrap it up and we'll have another show next week. Sounds like a plan. I'm looking forward to it. So I want to thank Industries for the Blind for sponsoring us. And I also want to encourage our audience to support Blind Living Radio by signing up for our newsletter and events at blindlivingradio.com. Thanks, everybody. We thank you for supporting Blind Living Radio and our sponsor, Industries for the Blind, creating upward mobility since 1952. Learn more at ibmilw.com. You're listening to Blind Living Radio, blindlivingradio.com.